What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Muck and the Magic. Uh, Rach is having a sip of coffee. I am just waking tea, up three actually. hours earlier. Oh, is it tea? Tell yeah, us, tell us about. Get, spill the tea. What, what's what's in this tea? Yeah. Well, uh, so I have this issue. I love coffee, but every time I make it for myself, I hate the way it tastes. I cannot <laughs> like drip coffee. I'm like, I just yeah. can't figure it out. You know, I before work, I'll go get an espresso because sure. that's that's really what I'm interested in. Uh, is espresso with steamed milk and a little bit of nice flavor because I'm bougie. And my favorite saying, which hopefully I don't offend anybody when I say this, uh, because it's a joke, but it's funny because it's not a joke. Prepare for jokes, folks. (laughs) Yeah, I I always say, because I like my coffee, like I like my men, Uh white and weak. And a little sweet. And that's, that is such a joke. Cause like, I am very open to <laughs> anybody. And also I yes. don't like, a, I don't like <laughs> uh, weak men and we're not talking physical. <laughs> well, you know, uh, no, actually like I have a thing for like tall skinny white boys that like mm-hmm. I could just feel like I could break them. It's weird. So it's like I say that and it's not really true, but it's also true. But it's also true. <laughs> yeah. It's a joke though. It's a joke. That's so a good one. anyway, That's a good one. uh what are we talking about today? <laughs> um today oh, we're talking about uh white people. No, we're talking <laughs> about um <laughs> we're talking about the service industry today. Yeah. Um uh, because we're we're both uh, chained to it, mm. <laughs> caught up in it. Um, yeah, so true. It's hard in that function. It's hard to leave the industry once you're in it. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like that might be true about most industries. Um, yeah, maybe, but I I don't know. I feel like with the service industry, like the amount of money there is to be had, and then uh, yeah. it's hard to make that other like the amount of money in short periods of time uh, mm-hmm. that I'll say maybe is accepted by society is hard to come by. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. But even but even the parts that as as you put it aren't quote unquote accepted by society which is which is definitely changing are oh, yeah, also totally. part of the service industry you know what i mean yeah like yes. like like there's 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 service going down and uh and then people getting tipped for it and and the sir and like you know the restaurant side of it yeah is is sort of the same thing being being a server being a waiter kind of always has a little bit of a of a geisha angle to it you know what I mean yeah like 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 you are when you're serving people you are sort of like a a template like you know it's 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 like a job that robots will be made for you know it's it's very like (laughs) like I'm I'm not a full person I'm here to I'm here to wait to attend to your needs, you know, welcome to your table. Uh, 
what can I get you? Um, here's all the facts about the menu you're looking at. <laughs> and then, uh, and then here's, here's your food. Ha ha ha. Witty jokes. <laughs> See, I listened to you. You're, you are valued here. So, so, so on the one, on the one hand, you're like, just, you know, helping people get a meal, which is benevolent and fine. But then there's this performance angle where you're making, you're manipulating the interaction to the degree where they feel comfortable, where they feel warm and welcome and entertained, you know? And then you're also kind of becoming their lawyer, you know, like, like you have to be their advocate to the kitchen, you know? Oh my God. If they're like, this is fucked up. This food is fucked up for this reason. You have yeah. to go back to the kitchen and be like, Hey, so putting this a different way, you know, now you're performing for the right. kitchen. Yep. Um, <laughs> like you're like, nailing it. This is something that happened. And then and then you take what the kitchen says and you have to, you know, advocate for the kitchen then and go out and uh and, and do I have that a great performance. Story. I have a great story. Let's, let's hit it. But first you nailed it because I was saying like a few months ago to a coworker, I was like, you know, we're all actors here. Like in order to do this job, you have to be a really good actress. Absolutely. And that's another thing where I like, I believe it. Like I, I said it and I was like, yeah, I believe that. But I also feel like, you know, I've been in the industry for, well, since I was 15. So what is that? Like 17 years, which is crazy. 17 years, like, and there were some periods away, but I've really been doing this for 17 years of my life. And I've now gotten to a point where it's like a fine line or like you, you're oscillating. Well, this is my experience anyway, where I feel like I am more myself at my job and in front of my tables than ever before. But there's a fine little oscillation that happens where like sometimes Mm -hmm. there's some people where you, you do have to like perform a little bit or put on a little, uh, like a different hat. And so the story is this happened recently, actually, where I think this was like two weeks ago. One of the specials was a sirloin steak. And Mm -hmm. we know steak, everybody thinks that they know what like medium rare is. Oh my God. But in actuality, like medium rare means something very, very specific. But like a lot of people don't, they just look at it as like, oh, the color of it. So there's there's 50 shades of medium rare. Right. (laughs) So we have a little patio set up at my job that, that was set up for COVID and it was still there. And they had it open one night because we literally needed the tables for reservations and people had asked for it, but it was cold. Like it's starting to get cold Mm -hmm. here, you Mm -hmm. know? And so this couple sat outside, not from around here, clearly traveling. Um, and they wanted to move inside, but we had no space for them. And they were in my section and they were very, very sweet, very kind. He ordered the steak, medium rare. He gets it. But by the time I'm able to get back to him, because we were so busy, he's eaten all the sides. And he's like, yeah, like actually the steak seems a little overcooked. And I looked at it and I was like, yeah, actually it does kind of look a little overcooked. I was like, let me just go bring this back. 
So I agreed mm-hmm. with him, right? right? I bring it, I bring it to the kitchen. And you know, the kitchen, the kitchen are there are buddies, right? So it's like, you're right. You go up to them and you're like, hey, um, <laughs> well, the head chef got so mad. Like it was like a personal offense. He was like, that's medium rare. And, and I looked at it and I was like, okay, because then I realized the lighting outside so different than the lighting inside. So inside I was like, yeah, it does look, it actually does look medium rare, but outside it looked more like medium. Mm. So he got so mad Duffy. And then he was like mad at me for the rest of the night for, because of that. And like that, then that steak had to get wasted. And I was just like, well, I mean, it's not my fault that the guest is unhappy. I'm just the middle woman. And the manager on duty, she took it. She was like, let me just like take it and go talk to them. And I was just like, okay. (laughs) Like, so I'm just sitting in the back, like waiting. And she comes back and she's like, yeah, like I, I explained that it was probably the lighting, but then they were like, well, our waitress agreed with us. And I was like, look, like I'm not here to argue with them. I was like, do, I was like, do you want to fucking argue with them? And she was just like, no. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not arguing with them about it. He want like, he wants a new steak. So the chef was like, well, okay. So they want it rare then. And I was like, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and the amount of like oh drama God. that is just like, what does it matter? Don't fight with them. Just get them a new steak. And yeah, I guess yeah. make it rare. Mm-hmm. And they got a new steak rare and he was so happy. He was like, yeah, this is what I wanted. I mean, God, to me, it looked disgusting. It was like <laughs> barely cooked, like, yeah. like flipped for a minute. And then it That's was so my- <laughs> bad, but he was happy. The guy was happy. Yeah. And then all night I had to suffer the head chef, like giving me the cold shoulder and like, then my wow. food would come up. So he was on like expo, not actually mm-hmm. cooking. He was on yeah. expo. And then my food would come up and he would just like not call my name and he would like walk away and he wouldn't like help me do anything. I was on. like, dude, the petty little boy <laughs> shit that comes out of yeah. these chefs sometimes. I'm like, yeah. but the thing is, is like, I, I've ha- I've worked with some great chefs like they're for some reason they feel like they have to have this really hard exterior but inside mm-hmm. they're this like soft little teddy bear and like I've had yeah. moments with chefs that are amazing but then they turn into an asshole like they don't even know you they're like fuck you <laughs> right 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 well it, yeah it's it's a <laughs> yeah that's a really interesting thing and I think you hit on one of the or probably the most common performance there is mm. is serving food you wouldn't eat and pretending like it looks awesome you know right yeah being totally. like here it is mm, wish I was you guys you know when it's like a steak you wouldn't have cooked that way and stuff like that God. it was literally just bleeding yeah obviously yeah. on the plate so <laughs> yeah yeah also like you know being outside and cold like like food is cooking is chemistry right so that's gonna alter your thing as much as the lighting that's so funny 
And I understand the pride because I really look at chefs as like they're artists, right? They're creating, it's a whole experience. Like just as the server or the bartender is creating this whole experience for you or creating a cocktail, like they're creating this whole plate for you. And I get it. I get it when it gets sent back and they don't see, it's like, you know what? It's like, um, what's the son in wedding crashers where he's like, it's my art dad. And it's like, he's so re- <laughs> yeah. feels so rejected when like nobody gets it. It's like, I get it guys. Totally. I get it. You feel totally. rejected. Yeah. And it's a really particular artistic field, you know, like, like compared to the other arts, like, yeah. Oh my God. You know, the like culinary like, arts are the culinary yeah. arts are really bizarre. Cause it's like, it's so instant, right? And then you usually don't, you know, unless the server comes back and is like, they really loved it. You know, that's the only audience applause you'll ever get, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 like you're doing these things and, you know, the paycheck is nice, right? And you're pumping out a lot of art, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, over like, and like over again. It's distinct in that way too. And uh, yeah, it just reminds me of, um, I don't know if you've seen uh, The Prestige, but there's this part where uh, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman is a a magician uh, back in the day. And he, (laughs) uh, for one of his magic tricks, he has to use a guy dressed up as him. So he, you know, disappears under the stage. So he can hear the applause of the audience, but he's like hiding under the stage, wishing he was out there getting it because <laughs> he's like an egomaniac. It's really funny yeah. and really sad. And that's totally the chef experience. I, I know. Well, my current job is an open kitchen, which is the first place that I've worked at open kitchen. Oh, so you can so, see it? Yeah. If you're sitting in the like main area, you can see them. And I think that's really awesome. And, and you, can you know, hear, uh, Oh my God. Gordon Ramsay call people donkeys and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) They have to be careful, but uh, yeah, they do get a lot of, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh my God, can you tell him? Cause they can see him like, Oh, can you tell him? And I'm like, yeah, I'll tell him. And so we try to pass that on as much as we can. Cause honestly, like my, the place that I work at currently is one of the best places I've ever worked at in regards to just the people and how much they care and and the quality that's put out and like, it has its things like every place it does. Sure. Sure. Could be, could be a great reality show, but you know how you just, you, and I'm sure you have stories like you've worked at places where, you know, like management doesn't care or the owners don't care. And it's like this Mm -hmm. rotting happening from the top down or everybody's (laughs) Mm -hmm. sleeping with somebody. And then there's like incest happening. Like that's the other thing about the service industry. Uh, And I feel like that's because I don't know what, what do you think, Rach? Why is the service (laughs) industry so horny? Um, okay. I have, a few points here. Yeah. Why are we so horny in the service industry? So, (laughs) um, okay. So one point one is you're in this like fishbowl that you're in this, maybe that's not the right word, but you're in this Petri dish of 
wild experiences that not everybody can relate to. And yeah. then you've got people that work with you and they get it. And then you just want to blow off steam. So that's one. Yeah, you're right. Kinda, I, I agree. You're kind of like trained to view each other as stress relief already, you know? Yeah. Whether it be like hanging out and drinking after or uh, talking smack or yeah, yeah making jokes or, in the moment. Like, yeah. I also think it's like just sort of the nature of the job, you know, to be front of house, which is like your hosts and your servers you have to be a charismatic person, you know, mm -hmm. and charisma often is just like conflated with beauty, you know, and, and the way people are hired for those jobs, there's like a lot of gorgeous people front of house. Right. And then to be <laughs> uh, straight up and then, and then to be in, to be hired for the kitchen, you have to be really like, um, you know, really creative and practical and a hard worker, you know? Mm -hmm. So you get a lot of like really powerful people hired in the kitchen. And when you have those two sets, you know, that's gonna, you know, it, it, it's a pretty like easy, um, <laughs> I don't want to say breeding ground, but like a really easy, like <laughs> environment <laughs> uh, of attraction, you know? Yeah, that's a good um, point. And also, it's just, I think a lot of people meet people at work, you know, and yeah, just the service in industry is no different. You just totally. Yeah. I don't know. That's a really good question. I, I, I like what you said, because I, I definitely see that and feel that. Um, yeah. If you're if you're in a if you're in the right place, I think, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Some, yeah, sometimes that's not always the case. <laughs> just trying to be very careful with my words here. I know, me too. <laughs> like, it's just not like, there, there are places I think about that I worked at that I was like, yeah, there wasn't anybody in the kitchen that I was uh, about to like yeah. run off into the sunset with. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, or, or anyone in front of house that I was, uh, intellectually uh engaging with <laughs> right that can happen too yeah. um yeah no uh it's but but when it's good it's freaking good and then you're you know and then and then you're in you know you're in the foxholes together you're in uh yeah you're it's really like fire under pressure and having a good team you like is everything oh my god um, yeah and uh and, and, and that's really the fun of it is like a good busy night where everyone's on their A game, you know, and it matters so much. Like if you are engaged and doing the work versus, um, you know, just there to, to, because you have to clock in, you know, yeah. um, if everyone's firing and, and it's busy and there's enough like good tables and enough hilarious bad tables. And, and so, so like the hours just pass like nothing. And then at the end of the day, you feel like you've really accomplished something and the tips are mad good. You know, there's, there's nothing better. Like it really is a, uh, you know, the server's high is great. Uh, 
That's true. Yeah. When it happens. Yeah. And I think for as much of some acting that's happening, you also get to see your coworkers and really like really see them in the highs yeah. and the lows. And I think that's also why a lot of people end up dating each other or hooking up because it's like, yeah. you just see somebody that maybe at other jobs, you just don't have those experiences coming at you, you yeah. know, and, and you, you're like, Oh, like, I understand you. Like, I feel that too. But yeah, cheers. When I worked at cheers, it was like, it was a breeding, it was a cesspool <laughs> of breeding ground happening. And sure. actually some of them are like married. They're still married. Some of them are still together, Cute. which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like uh, a little, it just created some drama, you know, it's <laughs> always some drama. Sure does. Um, sure does. But, but yeah, they're, it's they're all like, still together. It's nice. Nice. <laughs> Must be night. <laughs> um, uh, Honestly, but yeah, though, it's, like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like playing house, you know, uh, yeah. being in the service industry together. Like you're saying, like watching people do stuff. It's like, you're preparing meals, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, it's not kids, but it's customers instead, but it's, uh, you know, you get to see how they would handle the pressure of adulthood and parenthood and all that, you know, kind of get a, get a key into it. And, it's and like, if you yes. like the way someone plays house, like that's it, you know? Sure. And, and it's like, yes, must be nice, but also like, I'm fairly yeah. happy with all of my choices thus far. I'm and so that I'm not with yeah. any of those people yeah, that same. I maybe had past relations with that I worked with. And I, now I have a little rule for myself. I don't, I'm not dating anybody I work with. Granted, we all know right. how that goes. I make rules. Debbie, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, all right. You just know, you know me too well, but like, no, I know me and no, I rules. like this. I like this boundary for you. And I try, well, I, I try not to give myself hard and fast rules because then there's that rebel part of me. That's like, well, I just want to break it. I'm just going right. to break that. Right. So yeah, it's just a boundary for myself of like, yeah, that's not actually what I'm looking for. So I'm not, I am putting open energy to that. into it. Right. I'm open to that perspective being changed but right now I'm like yeah I'm not I'm not shitting where I eat you know it's just a a good practice Mm -hmm. to have yeah if you're shitting at the breeding grounds like you gotta move on warthog (laughs) 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 this watering hole is for everybody like right there's some very lovely gazelles and you're just taking a fat crap in here that's so rude very so rude, rude. Get back to the kitchen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what are some of your like favorite <clears throat> like do you have any funny memories or stories or like just wild customer interactions that's what i want to talk about um, and there's so many and this is the thing that happens so is it happens and you're like i can't believe that just happened and then you block it out and then you wipe gone. it yeah you wipe yeah. it because you're like this can't be my life yeah yeah Let's see. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite memories um, is from uh, when I was working at Voice Box. Um, good place. Good the, place. Good place. Good place. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> tip of the hat. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, Voice Box was awesome. 
um, Voice Box was a, it's a private booth karaoke joint in Portland um, where Rachel and I met. And uh, if, so, so, so there's many different, there's many different kinds of parties. So the first half of the day, minors are allowed. So you have a lot of like soccer teams and seventh birthdays and family reunions. And then when that switches at 7 p.m., you have a lot of adult birthdays and like uh, friends reunions from company parties, wedding receptions, bachelorette parties. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, nuts. (laughs) Um, Lots of nuts. Lots of nuts. So uh, this story happened during the first part of the day when it was like Mm. kids time and it was at Northwest and uh, (laughs) and I was the only server at at that point in the day. Yeah. And I had about like five parties going on. So we were a little busy. It's just me, the manager, the bartender and and someone in the kitchen. (laughs) <laughs> if you could call it a cooking position <laughs> um, and uh so this party was in it was a bridal shower a bunch of women and then two very small kids there's one like toddler and then one like five-year-old in there I forget how it I think one of the one of the people came out of the room I was like hey um there is she was, she was so funny. She was like, I don't want to alarm you, but there is some fecal matter what? in our in our room. And I was like, there's what? <laughs> and so I go, so I, so, so like in, you know, in, in like server mode, I had like, I had like, you know, go-to phrases. Whereas like, you know, just like, this is what you say in this situation. So it's just yes. like. I was talking about that with a coworker, how like there's just automation kind of things that you say at a table. And like one of mine is like, of course, of of course. course." Yeah. Or I go, no problem. (laughs) Yeah. One of mine, when I lay food down is enjoy. And sometimes that trips me out because like, I'll be, (laughs) I'll be laying down like, They'll ask like, oh, I just spilled everything. Can I get a napkin? And then I'll lay it down and be like, enjoy. And then that sounds really <laughs> bitchy, you know? Like, yeah. It backfires. Uh, um, but, so what, uh, what What did you say in this situation? So in this For situation, the fecal matter. Which is rare. So I, I never experienced that at Voice Box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so bad. I experienced that anywhere. Yeah. So, so I just go... Oh, that's okay. Let me check. <laughs> so, then, so then I go into the room. I go, I go into the room and they are, they're all singing. Yeah. They're all singing a song. Like they're doing what song? Let It Go. What song? I want to say it was Let It Go from, yeah, from right. Frozen. Let which It is Go ironic. from Sphincter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I go in and I'm like, oh my God, this this woman is the only one who noticed Mm. we're still like in the middle of this coming to light. And there was in fact a, uh, a, like a small, like something you'd see come out of a small dog, a little dookie in the corner of, uh, of 
box uh, <laughs> of box three in Northwest. You know, like like corner corner pocket there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it's just laying there, and I'm like, oh my god! But there was children in there, so did one of the children, children poo in the corner? One of the children took a shit in the corner. Yeah, and nobody fucking noticed. Is and what no one happened, fucking right? noticed or did anything. Oh and, my god! And I don't think that the person who noticed was the mother of the child. Right. Right. But these were clearly like several mothers in the room. Right. So I'm like, okay. So I see it, identify it. Oh my God. Okay. And I'm like, I'll be right back. I'm going to get some cleaning supplies. So I leave to get them um, in the back. You didn't make uh, the manager do it. Well, um, uh, so so I go back. So that's the next part of the story. I go back. Um, so there wasn't like a uh, like a back office at Northwest. It was a very small like desk in the corner of a space, you know, sort of situation. Um, so our manager Doug was back there, and he was on the computer. And I just <laughs> and I go back and I'm like, Doug, there is <laughs> there's poop <laughs> in box one. Oh and he goes, God. what? And he goes, and I go, yeah, so I'm just going to clean it up. And he's like, wait, 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 you can't just go clean it up. <laughs> I'm like, what? And he's, and he's like, we have to, there must be some like protocol here. <laughs> like, like, like he starts freaking out that there's poop. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go take care of it real fast. Yeah. And we'll see. And he's like, well, what do they want? Do they want to change rooms? And I'm like, I don't even know. Like, let's find out. Um, I go back and it's clean already. Like, right, because like, the mom, because moms, saw, moms know what the fuck to and do. And she was like, yeah. "Oh fuck!" And she just cleaned it up. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No biggie. And, no big uh, deal. Yeah, no big deal. And 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 party continued. Perfect. And they stayed in the room, and no one was the wiser. We cleaned the shit out of it. Pun intended. Yeah. In between parties, you know, after right. that party, we like really really went to town cleaning that thing and we didn't put any parties in there the rest of the day like, it's fine. <laughs> um but oh my god but it was such it was so funny it was such a lesson that nothing nothing's ever really fucked you know the stakes in service industry are pretty low they seem really high low. but they're yeah. pretty low you know like someone yeah. has a bad meal and doesn't come back like that's the worst that could happen. Right. But ever. I think I think that is the thing that's easily forgotten as well. Because I remember when I trained at Voice Box and they make you start as a host. Like everybody yeah. has to start a host because the hosting job is so hard. And our good yeah. friend Summer, shout out to Summer, best trainer ever. She trained me and she, yes. and I get, because I've been doing this for a long time, but I also take a lot of pride in my work and I can get overwhelmed and stressed about like not doing something right. And I remember her turning right. to me and she was like, Rachel, I just want you to know there is nothing that you could do that cannot be fixed, that yeah. cannot, that, and it won't be catastrophic. And when she told me that, I was like, I immediately relaxed and I was like, oh, okay. Like it's okay. Yeah. And even now at my job, just cause you know, COVID times, everything is way more stressful. People, 
people were coming in and they were very understanding and generous and patient. And now that's starting to turn a little bit. Mm-hmm. People are done. They're tired. They're like, where's my server? Where's my food? But it's like, we still have the same amount of servers. We're just doing more volume, right? Like we, yeah. we're still short staff. So like now we're still like, it's not life or death. It's just food. As long as somebody tells me their allergy and I make a note and they're not going to die. Like it's, it's yeah. okay. It's not a big deal, but we get so, cause this is the other thing about service industry. I feel like the people who work in the service industry, they attract very sensitive people. Yeah. I mean, some, there's a small group of people who work in the service industry who are just kind of like assholes. You know, but yeah, but that, that comes from sensitivity too. Yes. 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 Under that asshole is like this person who does really care and is super sensitive. So it tracks a lot of empathetic, caring people because you have to be in order to do this job. Like, I mean, you have to be people come in, they can be ridiculous. They think they know, they think they know everything. Right. And you have to just go along with it and be like okay you know it just takes a very special person to do this job yeah yeah because going to a restaurant is you know this strange kind of high stress high rewards game we play in society right where where like to go to go to a restaurant you are with people and if you're trying to impress those people there's a decision before you, right? You have like a menu Mm. full of items and you have to pretend like you know which item is best or decide which item is best. And then it comes, you know? And then there's that like waiting period of I've chosen a thing. Is that thing (laughs) going to be the right thing? You know, (laughs) did I make the right decision? And then the food comes and it's either what you expected or it's different and good or different and bad. And then you're looking at what the other people got, you know, it's, it's like, there's, there's a lot of, uh, it's kind of a game of sorts where it's like, yeah, yes, it's about feeding yourself, but it's not really, you know, it's, it's, it's more about, um, because you could stay at home by and what you're yourself. putting in your mouth. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so you hit upon, uh, or or you mentioned something that I wanted to get into. Um, what? Let's 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 peel back the curtain. Uh, <laughs> you said the phrase, "Where is my server?" Right, Rach. When you're not at when when someone's asking that, where are you? Where is the server, Rach? Um, well, often at another table, yep. you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, or, uh, getting drinks at the bar or uh-huh. running food or it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just so funny. Like the other day I was working lunch and lunch is an interesting crowd because they sure. want something quick. They're like immediate. It's, it's dinner <laughs> yeah. is different. Dinner's like appetizers, drinks, dessert, yeah. coffee. You might not have shit out. to do after dinner. Right. Dinner might lunch, be the ultimate thing. Lunch is like, get me in and out. But like, you know, it's just me and a bartender who's also taking tables. But like, I had this table 
clearly watching me do things. And she's like, yeah, we only have an hour. And I was like, I understand. It's just me here though. So I need you to give me, this is how I phrase it now. I need you to give me a few more minutes. Nice. And they don't know what to do with that though. They're like, oh, because it puts it back on them because they're right. trying to put it on me <laughs> right, that they're right. waiting for me. And I'm like, no, no, no. You're waiting for me. Like, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know I just said the same thing, but it's a different, it's a different tone. And I just was like, I understand. I will be right with you. But like they sat before you and mm-hmm. I got to run this table's food. Like, and I don't have help yeah. necessarily. So it's like, I got to yeah. run their food, make sure they're all set. I have to talk to that table because they sat for you and then I'll be right over. Mm-hmm. And it's like, people don't get that. Then it's like, I get it. You're going out. You want an experience. You're the center of your universe. Yeah, I'm here yeah. to make you feel that. But also um, it's just not the time right now with COVID. Yeah, I'm, I'm it's here, like, I'm here to spin a lot of plates. I got a lot of centers yeah. of this universe that, that oh, have yeah. to all be the center of the universe. Yeah. And it's like, you're in a room where you can see all the other tables and you can see that I'm <laughs> the only one. So yeah. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> that's one of my least favorite. Home? <laughs> yeah. That's one of my least favorite things is like, as you leave the table, yeah. you can still kind of hear what the start of their next conversation is Yeah, as you leave, you know? And I hate yeah. like, uh, you know, all right, well, I'll be right back. And then, and then you just hear, I think he's the only one here, you know, like <laughs> that thing. <laughs> it's like, I was like, yeah. oh, I didn't it's like, know yes, I serving am. Sherlock Holmes today. <laughs> but do you know what is also interesting is as I've developed my psychic awareness, it's, it's mm. like, God, I can hear everything, yeah. even the things that you're not saying. And yeah. that has been a huge growth period for me of like, just not, not letting it get to me because it's like, well, mm-hmm. it's like the master of just letting things roll. And I think part of it is how long I've been doing this for, but then also like my personal growth outside of work. It's just like, yeah, I can't, I gotta let it just like move through me. Like I had a coworker, he's in his like, mid twenties, I think. And he's like at that point where everything is upsetting. You let everything get to you. And I was thinking about that. I was like, yeah, Yeah. when I worked at Cheers, I was a little bit that way. Everything bothered me, even though I was a good sport about it. You know how there's always that one person in the restaurant that's like been doing it for too long and they're like jaded and grumpy. Yes. Had one of those at Cheers. And I told myself back then, I was like, oh my God, I am never becoming her. And I left cheers when I felt like I got to that point. I was like grumpy all the time and Mm -hmm. just approaching every table through the lens of a past experience that was bad, you know? Yeah. And now that I'm in my like mid thirties, it's just kind of like, you just let it go. And this guy at my job, he's like, yeah, I think I care too much. And I said, look, it's not it is, it's a superpower to care too much. It's actually great. You just have to remember that it's really not a big deal. Like he was like, how do you do it? Like I had this woman ordered the smoke smoked Negroni and she returned it because it was too smoky. And I (laughs) started laughing so hard (laughs) 
And he was like, he was laughing too, but he's like, no, seriously. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, how do, what you, do you mean? Do no, that? seriously? <laughs> and I was like, you just have to laugh because people yeah. are hilarious. You yeah. just have to laugh and be like, okay, I guess you want a regular Negroni. And that's what I will. And right. you know, the ingredients were under there. It's made with Mezcal. Yeah. And, uh, and you yeah. know what? That's going to taste away. It's going to taste a little smoky and you want a regular <laughs> Negroni and that's funny. Let's and you it. know what? We'll put this aside for me and I'll drink later. Thank you so much. <laughs> and we'll get you a regular Negroni. Like it's just, yeah. it's been kind of interesting to now that I'm back in it, I'm like, Oh, I have grown. I have evolved mm-hmm. and I've had so many different jobs. Like I've, I started in a breakfast diner, like when I was 15, which was super fun. And I love breakfast food. I hate, I hated the smell though. Like you always smelled away Mm. after the breakfast. Right, right, right. Can can you eat, can, can you eat sausages today? Oh yeah, totally. Okay, good. (laughs) You know how I feel about the sausage. I love it. Oh, oh. Um, anyway. Um, so, (laughs) but yeah, I, worked in a breakfast diner a few. And then I worked, I worked in a kitchen. I worked like fry laters. So I did like all the fries and, and the breading of the fish and the onion rings. And like, mm, that was a sure. cool experience. And then, you know, and then I had cheers, which was my first like pub bar. And I was like, okay, I'm learning about alcohol. Yeah. And then I moved to Portland and I did a bunch of barista jobs, found voice box, which was so much fun like so much fun. such a non-traditional server environment but then yeah. I did more actually my first ever bartending there yeah. and then I worked at the Japanese garden the cafe up there which was also super fun like just nice. I love the service industry because there's so many places that you can work and like add mm-hmm. tools to your tool belt yeah or skills or knowledge to your life and now I'm in a very traditional restaurant that's like not quite fine dining it's it's a little casual but mm-hmm. but there is an elevated sense of service and that's really yeah. cool because I'm learning something here too even though I've been doing this for so long it's like well there's still new things that I get to learn and so I don't know what's what's been your evolution with service industry so I know you worked at Voodoo. Well, Starbucks and Voodoo. We talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. So Starbucks, then Pete's Coffee, then right. Starbucks again. Then... Um, they hired, wait, they hired you back after they fired you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm John Duffy. I'm a very charming person. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know. <laughs> if anyone's listening who also wanted to throw up, I'm with you. Okay. Keep going. Uh, I'm uh, charming so then... as fuck very weird thing to say <laughs> no i know it's a very are. me thing um and then let's see yeah voodoo donut um and that came after uh call center at sprint which like wasn't oh. service industry but was definitely the same skills well it's um, customer service yeah it's customer service yeah yeah and that was the worst job of my life oh boy that was horrifying that was yeah. Um, yeah. It was like table. It was like cafeteria tables in this big warehouse. 
that just like stretched as long as the eye could see. It felt like I was working on the Death Star and I was taking <laughs> calls. I was taking calls from people all over the planet who were all having the same problems with the same intensity in their voices over the same yeah. issues. And, and just the high volume of that for hours was really demoralizing was like, it really like shifted my perspective of just how we're all going through the same struggles based on the same dumb stuff, which is phone service. And like, it was, Oh, it it was really bad. So then I, I fled from there um, to voodoo donut. I had my uh, interview there um, and then got to like, I just like, I, they called me back on a lunch break and I'd gotten the job at voodoo. So I got to have the whole, like the I'm quitting moment was uh-huh. like, was like, was like really satisfying at, uh, at sprint, um, or Xerox up in Gresham. I to commute <laughs> all the way there. It's horrible. Uh, but yeah, I, I got to just like, uh, I typed it into the group chat that was going on during all oh the my calls, God. like with my, with my team, just be like, Hey, I just got hired. I'm going to go. <laughs> oh <laughs> my so, God. It was so awesome. And they were like, what? And they had to like escort me from the building. And you're like, so Fine. Great. wait, yeah. you didn't even do it two weeks. You left that day. No, I left that day. Yeah. Fuck them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hey. then I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm working at Voodoo Donut. I'm a punk now. Let's get it. And it was oh like reading God. an Erica's book the whole time. And yeah. Uh, and then Voodoo was, Voodoo was like really intense um, because it's a uh, like it's it's a it's a famous place, you know, so it's yeah. like uh, so it's a like tourist a, attraction. Yeah, it's a tourist attraction. So there's like a yep. endless line and they start you on graveyard shifts doing uh, in the dish pit. Like, like everyone starts there no matter what. So, so I, yeah, it was in the dish pit at Voodoo was like, go, 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 gross. It's just like full of everything was full of dough. And, um, right. Cause you're just, place- you're just washing the cooking stuff. Cause they didn't have an indoor dining yeah. thing. You like got your donut and you left. So yes, you're just watching the cooking stuff. Uh, constantly because they're constantly making new new donuts right they're constantly selling donuts yeah. it's like non-stop can you and eat then, donuts now no i can't mm, i really yeah. can't like i take no pleasure from donuts because i ate so much at the time yeah um it was really foul and uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh it is really it was really is really gross and also everyone there was like an actual punk and i'm yeah. not like i'm a thespian kid you know like i'm just right. a weirdo there's, there's a huge difference i came to find out yeah but it's <laughs> it's fun to moonlight it's fun to moonlight yeah. everyone yeah in a while. yeah yeah totally totally and uh and there's a bunch of really hilarious people working there like uh like it was, it was super, it, it, it was a really fun job. And, uh, you know, I would have been there longer if I was more mature at the time, <laughs> but I had my issues. Um, 
and uh and it was like it was a you know it was a really bizarre fast-paced environment um they had me on the register I was really good at that um and that's where I just like that's that's where the service industry industry kind of like broke but like broke me like a horse is broken you know like Mm -hmm. in a good way um yeah where 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 I sort of like all my resistance was taken away and then I was just like okay I can I can do this. I can handle whatever. Um, right. And, oh my and, God. I know what you're you talking know what about. I mean? Cause yeah, I had a job after college cause I couldn't find an editing job. So I worked at Wachusett mountain, which is mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's kind of a mountain. It's like a hill, but it's near <laughs> where I grew up and, and it's a ski. It's a ski. Not, I can't even say resort. It's a ski place <laughs> yeah. and it's a lovely place, but I ended up getting a job working in the cafeteria on the register and there's that stress of like the line and everybody coming at you. And then eventually you're just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. yeah like exactly. they want their food. They're going to wait. They got to pay me to get by like, Oh, whatever. Uh-huh. And like a lot of barista jobs, like you'd take turns on the register and same thing. It's like this stress of like the line. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. eventually it's just something that you overcome that totally. I and think it's like was... ha- handling everybody's demand too. Like everybody's yes. like, I want to order, I'm hungry, or mm-hmm. I want my coffee. And it's like, yeah, so does everybody yeah. else. And the other the and 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 voodoo being an endless line, you know. Yeah. Was, oh my god, that's like, like you never... can't resist it. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 then it also helped helped you know, uh, it helped me interact with people at a fast pace and, um, and help people towards a decision, you know, Mm. because if you wait through that whole line and then you get up and you're like, um, uh, what do do you recommend? Yeah. What's in that? What's in that one? You know, like you can't because we have this huge line behind you. So you got to move those people along. And so that was a good, training in that regard that's a skill Um, yeah yeah uh probably my biggest uh celebrity interaction was there (gasps) too yeah Yeah, because Um, in the service industry uh you rub elbows sometimes so yeah who do uh is lena dunham like as the last season of girls was coming it's like as the last season of girls was coming out so she was like it was like her heyday right um, yeah. And uh, and yeah, she was there with her mom and stuff and was like, you know, uh, she thought it was, she she thought it was funny. She was dating to be at Voodoo Donuts. She had like such an such a Lena Dunham air of, yeah. like, you know, I'm the best and stuff. And so she's laughing <laughs> at my jokes and she she like took a picture of me and like it was on her Instagram and shit. And then she was like, you're in the wrong city, John Duffy, as she left. And I was like, oh, my God. Famosa. You're on her Instagram? Uh, my arm is. <laughs> my arm okay. hair is on her Instagram. <laughs> okay. Just needed that yeah, clarification. Yeah. I was like, wait, yeah. excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse me? Excuse <laughs> me? You're on her Instagram Count it. and I've never seen it? <laughs> we'll have to get that uh, picture. Oh, we'll see if we can find sure. it. Sure. Yeah, it's back in 2000. Uh, 13. 
stuff like yeah, that. Um, oh, really I'm cool. forgetting. I'm forgetting a job though. Uh, before Voodoo, uh, I worked at um, the Fox Tower uh, movie theater, which oh. is you know customer service, I guess, yeah. more so than service industry. But um, both it's really all, fun. Sort of the it's same all thing. Similar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And then uh, anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, Voodoo, 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 Voodoo. And, and then, then you found, then you're um, at Voice Box, right? Then I have Voice Box. And I was at Voice Box for like five and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. I was, was there for great. four. Yeah. We had totally. such a good time there. Like, we just. So good. So good. And so like, good. we all became family, but I, I will did. say it was like a talk. To- it was a little toxic family environment, a little bit, but sure. But that's what happens, you know? That's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to like hold someone accountable and be like do your job when like the night before you were drinking with them and yeah and shit went like down four in the morning and shit yeah. went down yeah exactly. yeah and there was like exactly. surfing on the tables and whatever you know breaking the tables breaking yeah. tables and it, it's just hard to be like. <laughs> So, but what was great about that though is we all had an understanding of like just do your job. So like mm-hmm. we don't have to like have this conversation or yeah, but... yeah, yeah. It became it became not do your job because you're supposed to do your job. It's like yeah, do your job so your sisters and brothers don't get mad at you. You know, <laughs> right? Like so you're like very different vibes. You're holding your oar on the ship, and I don't have to mm-hmm. row t- twice like for, yeah. for two people right but there were totally. some people there were some people that like took advantage of that a little bit but they didn't last sure. they like could not last in that environment because it's like that's right we're we are on a ship here especially in northwest yeah. it's like this is a ship and if one yeah. part like you mentioned that one part of it was not up to like rowing yeah. speed the whole ship suffered so yeah that brings us to a great point the service industry is not for everybody oh my because god no, it's it just is not. so intense it is so intense and it asks it's, so much of you yeah and not just physically but emotionally emotionally, emotionally that's mentally and physically yeah. it is grueling work and i think if you've never done it before, yeah. you, you just don't understand. You don't get it. And I think that's where a lot of guests come in and act a certain way. And I'm like, yeah, you've never done this kind of work before. I get yeah. it. If, you don't understand. If you, if you have like really intense anxiety issues, yeah. don't don't go into the service industry. Yeah, but if a lot you of you are us in do. the service industry, get ready yeah. for high anxiety issues, <laughs> you know, well, I mean, <laughs> to enter your life. It's like, if you have them already, it'll get worse. If you don't have them, get ready for them. You know, I would say a lot of people who come into the industry already have anxiety or mental health struggles, but the, the thing about the service industry industry is it can help you get stronger when it comes to that stuff. Like I think I had anxiety and depression and the service industry actually, as much as it gave me more anxiety, it helped me learn coping mechanisms. So it's all, it's all what you want though. It's all you choose. You can like, you can be the guy who's like, Oh, I'm going to be mad because they sent back the smoke Negroni or you can just (laughs) laugh about it. You can be like, that's funny. People are funny. That's what I mean. Like it's a choice. 
<laughs> I love the smoked Negroni as a symbol for that. It's like the smoking gun. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And that happened like recently. And I was oh, like, oh, this you is wanted so interesting. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Like, and Got then I started it. thinking about all the times when I was, and I hate being like, when I was 25, but like, it was 10 years ago. And so much mm-hmm. happens in a decade. So much oh, yeah. change. And like, I remember times at Cheers when like this woman wrote on my check, she was so mad because she asked for a straw. And mm-hmm. then I like forgot and like mm-hmm. she had to ask me again. And she literally wrote on the check, waitress was not attentive to our needs, forgot my straw. I cried. I cried <laughs> after that because I was like, oh my God. Cause that was the first time it had happened to me. And I was like 23 or 24. Yeah. 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 Now it's fucking hilarious. Totally. Like, dude, you're upset. Yeah. I forgot your straw. Like, let's think about like what matters in the world. Right. Totally. Or there was this time where there was this couple <laughs> and they were very fancily dressed and they sat on the cheers patio and they got a round of drinks and mozzarella sticks. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're holding those appetizer plates with the sauce and, and if there's not a napkin, the sauce just like flies right off. Right. Right. Or like, you know how like things can just fly off the plate. Well, don't you think that marinara sauce slipped right off and fell on that guy's khaki, khaki pants? <laughs> Ooh, It did. Marinara on khaki is why yep. I can't khaki. And that was the first time I had ever <laughs> dropped something on a guest. And I was so, I felt so bad. And the guy made me feel so bad about it. Yeah. He was like, we're going to the ballet after this. Um, <laughs> can you, do you have a stain remover or get me soda water? And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Now it's like, okay, let's talk yeah. about this. Some why white wine you, on the napkin. Here we go. Why were you at Cheers? Mm-hmm. A very touristy pub place eating mozzarella sticks before your fancy night out <laughs> for, for the ballet. Like, yeah. Actually, you chose why was, this. Yeah. Why wasn't your napkin on your lap, sir? Yeah. If you're fancy. <laughs> Come on. Why, why aren't you protecting yourself? So, like, look, of course, I always feel bad when I spill things on guests. But it's also kind of yeah. like... This is humans doing (laughs) what people expect to be like God's work. And it's like, no, we're just like you. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fuck up. And yeah, he was was so mad. (laughs) Oh my God. I still remember his face very clearly. And his date was like, kind of like, she was mad, but she was kind of like embarrassed too. And it's like, why did you come to cheers for your app? Like, why are you eating mozzarella sticks? That might be that might be uh that might be a uh one for her sort of thing, you know? Yeah. If he's maybe. trying to go to the ballet and she's complaining, like and it's yeah. just like, well, I wanted to go to Cheers. This was gonna be the Cheers night. And right. he's like, Well, we can do both. God damn it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what was happening there? But I'm like, if you're you eating mozzarella sticks with people, just you never know. But it's like, if you're eating mozzarella sticks, just admit that you're slumming it with the rest of us, okay? (laughs) These are frozen mozzarella breaded sticks that get put in the fryer, okay? They're not some gourmet. Just stop (laughs) kidding yourself. (laughs) So now I look back on all these times and I'm like... That marinara came from a tub, sir. 
Calm it down. definitely came from a tub. Like, God. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Have you ever spilled anything on a guest? Yeah. It's the worst feeling. It sucks it's the worst so feeling. bad. It's like, yeah. it's like, oh, I was, uh, I was never supposed to do this work ever. <laughs> it's like, wow, I have. Especially yeah. like drink trays. Oh my God. I drink actually, trays. Drink trays. Oh, so difficult. I actually you know what? <clears throat> spilled a glass of Prosecco like four oh. months ago. And I was like, wow, it's been a long time since I've done that. Mm-hmm, I was like, mm-hmm. what just happened? And it's just Prosecco glasses, they're flutes, you know, and they're like they're the so worst. tiny. They're the and worst. It literally... Their center of gravity is all fucked up. Yeah. There's nothing the actually the hardest thing I think to to move on a tray. Um and I have I have pretty good balance because of like ballet from childhood, not ballet, but dance from childhood. Like I'm pretty good and I'm pretty good at cutting a room. I'm pretty good at moving with the tray. But yeah, the the hardest thing to move from one area to another is 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 empty wine glasses if you have to take your wine glasses from somewhere and get them to somewhere else and there's nothing in them so there's no gravity there it's just like the high gravity of a wine glass and they're just ready to go yeah like a wind will take them down I'm also really good at it because it's like, well, you develop that feeling in your hand yeah, and yeah. the muscles. And I had a really great person train me at Cheers on how to hold a tray because I'd never really done a tray before. And so, yeah, like I rarely have those moments, but like that Prosecco went down and didn't hit her, but the splash yeah. did. And it was like, yeah. she was like the nanny for this rich family. And she was like, <laughs> I'm okay. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. But the the wife was like pissed and I was like, I'm so sorry, but she was like, I get you. I'm a nanny. It's fine. (laughs) And then another time I was clearing a clearing a big party and had this huge tray with all empty glasses. And some of them had like water in it or whatever, but like if one's not placed right and then it's like dominoes, it falls over and then it's all like, and they're all fall over and like, that happened to me recently too. And I was like, well, I guess this is fair. Like I haven't worked in a year basically. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. We're just getting back into it. The muck. Totally. Totally. Yes. Uh, Sarah Thomas at uh, at voice box taught me how to hold a tray. Oh, she's the best. She's the best. Yeah. uh, When drinks fall, it's funny. The instincts like from, from, from working for so long with them, I, you know, you, you learn to develop like when like like how to move the tray to try to catch them if that doesn't oh, yeah. work how to catch the glass with your other hand uh-huh. if that doesn't work if it's too far gone this this is one of my favorite weird <laughs> uh, service industry instincts is when something's falling and there's no catching it knowing how to direct it like soccer mm-hmm. style so at least it crashes <laughs> in the right area yeah. you know like something's going for a customer just like badmintoning it <laughs> like swatting it with your hand so at least it flies over and lands towards the kit towards the bar area yeah something like and you're that. like you're welcome I saved your life <laughs> yeah it l- <laughs> yeah this this is a good place to end on like do you have any yes. Like if you could tell guests one thing, what would you, cause one of mine 
would be, don't take your drink off my tray. Absolutely. They're like, I'll help you. And it's like, no, this is perfectly balanced. They think they're helping. It's like, absolutely do not. Because you take your beer off and everybody else's wine is going to fall on the ground or on you. And they don't get that. Like, so don't help your server. Okay. I also, some servers help you. Right. Some servers hate when, when uh, parties like stack the plates for them. I actually don't mind that. I don't mind at all. It actually is helpful for me, but like most of the time I'm like, yeah, don't, don't help your server in those ways, but there are ways you can help your server. So what would you say? Well, I would say the exact same thing. I think that's great for people to know Um, is, is yeah. Don't, don't help us. We're here to help you and you're helping us. Uh, It changes our flow and our flow is really essential to providing good service, you know? Yeah. Um, So we we're dealing with so many variables, the least amount of variables you can throw our way, the better. Also don't, don't lie to us, you know, like if you want something, say that you want something. That's another thing I want people to know is like the substitutions and the being particular with your Mm -hmm. orders doesn't affect us in any way. In fact, it gives us a job to do. And I agree. Yeah. When we enjoy, you know, I feel better presenting a plate that has been altered than I do presenting the normal plate. Um, because we had a hand in making it happen, you know, right. It's, it's like, like all of our jobs were done and you're happier now, aren't you? We want you to be happy. So, so don't, don't feel like you being here is an encumbrance to us. We want you here. Um, right. That's part of our job. Like we need you to come in. And that's the other thing is like, I, one of my biggest pet peeves is a guest being unhappy and not saying anything. Just, just tell me because then we can fix it. We can make it better. And then you're happy. And then I'm happy. It's like, yeah, just be honest and be like, Oh, this is, this is what I need. Whether I have an allergy or whatever, is that possible? And then, Oh, like, I didn't like this. Like, and I, I get it. Cause like, because I work in the industry, when I go out, I can be like, Oh, I don't want to make their life harder. Like, I don't want to complain, but then I have to remember, no, like, you know, it's important to say what you're feeling because the worst thing you can do is leave unhappy and then, and then write a horrible review because it's kind of yeah. like, well, did you give them an opportunity to help you fix it for you, make it right? And that's where my pet peeves are really. Cause yeah. I'm like, if yeah. you didn't give us an opportunity to like, make it right, then you don't get to complain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, feel free to talk to the manager because oh, watching yeah. a manager sweat is one of my favorite things. Yes. you know, <laughs> I love like, that too. Like, but it's also, that's their job and they've got it is. most of them. Most of them have the tools to handle that kind of confrontation there. They know what they can do for the guests to make their experience better when it comes to like comping things or money wise. Yeah. And like, yeah. Ask for the manager. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because the manager 
was likely a server for many, yeah. many, many years. And it's actually like the most pro server in the place. Totally. So they, they're totally going to smooth that over. And uh, yeah, anyway, that's, that's my advice when you go out. Yeah. And then just uh, be, just be kind and know that your server is going through a lot of things that you don't even know about. But also yeah. if you're a server and you're listening to this, know that your guests are going through a lot of things that you don't even know about. Yeah. Yeah. Don't assume that's my, that's don't assume anything ever. And yeah. That's on both sides. Yeah. I feel like this could be a two-parter because there's so much to talk about, but I was there like, is. we've reached our time. So I was like, okay, we got to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's, <laughs> we could well, just there's keep more, going. Yeah. There's more service industry coming folks. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for thanks for recording, Rach. Thank you for recording. So fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we will see you all later. See you, see you. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. See you, yeah, see you. Thank, thanks for coming in. See you, see you. <laughs> <laughs> Have a lovely day. What do you Have say? Have a lovely leave? day. Like, yeah, I, I don't thank you so much. Hopefully we'll see you again soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like saying, uh, all right, we'll see you soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause because saying have a good night, it gets old after a while. But yeah, I still and, say that sometimes. And, and then you're just yeah, and then you're like throwing more things on their plate yeah. that they have to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or you're working lunch and you're like, have a good night. And it's like 12 p.m. And you're like, damn it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we want all of you to have a good night. Yes. Is what we're saying. Yeah. Have a good night no matter what time it is, folks. And yeah, try. And if you don't want to, that's fine, too. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> all right. See you, see you. See you, see you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.